Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. This is Zofia Renea Morales, and I have an amazing guest for you this this day. This is Dr. Atusa Madavi I have with me, and she and I are going to discuss a paradigm shift in healthcare. But before we go there, I would like to remind you that on Tuesday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, there is the Sacred Living Lab, where you discover you are more than you ever thought you were. You can join us on Tuesday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern by going to bit.ly slash spirittalks1. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash S-P-I-R-I-T-T-A-L-K-S numeric one. It's $10 to join us. It will be the best $10 you've ever spent. <laughs> and on that note, I'm going to turn back to our guest, Dr. Atuza Madavi. She's been practicing holistic medicine for the last 25 years in a hands-on clinical working setting with patients from all walks of life. Her own personal healing journey, along with that of her patients and clients, is a fascinating tale of discovery, learning, and triumphant healing and recovery. As a doctor of chiropractic medicine and certified in functional medicine, Ayurvedic medicine, and yoga therapy, she has a unique combination of areas of expertise that make her methods very effective long-term. She's had a deep longing to end human suffering from chronic ailments and is passionate about educating the public about a wellness model of medicine versus the current sick care model of medicine. <laughs> With a holistic approach and a profound understanding and knowledge of the human systems and the mechanics of wellness and health, she's helped many of her patients and clients gain optimal health and well-being. She believes that a long-term care approach involves treating the whole person physically, mentally, and spiritually. Welcome, Dr. Atusa. I'm so happy to have you here with me today. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. It's a pleasure. So I, I always am excited when I meet medical practitioners who are not the technicians. We've trained a lot of technicians in this country. Mm -hmm. You know, push the button, pour the drugs in, and it's all supposed to work out in the end. <laughs> yeah. um, because my own journey has involved that evolution from, well, I'm just going to go in and do whatever the doctor tells me to do, mm -hmm. <laughs> to yeah. actually being the, the captain of my own ship. It's, I go in for a consultation with a doctor now, yes. as yes. opposed to, you know, here I am, please fix me. <laughs> yeah, or someone telling you what you need to do. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I'm at the point that, I recognize there are two experts in the room. There's mm -hmm. the, the person sitting there with, you know, the years of medical knowledge and the, the technical administratia understanding that many medical providers have. And then there's me, who is the mm -hmm. expert on what the heck is happening inside of my body when I do these things that have been recommended to me. Exactly. exactly. And you're supposed to ask questions and you're supposed to be skeptical also and uh, and it's okay to push back yes absolutely. and to say you know what i've tried that and here's what happens when i do that what are what are my alternatives mm -hmm. yeah which is something that really um 
doctors, especially medical doctors um, that are practicing allopathic medicine really don't welcome, you know, mm. patients asking questions, patients uh, not agreeing with a certain treatment protocol. Um, you know, we, it's basically a conditioning that has happened for uh, probably 100 years or so. And uh, we have been programmed to feel like doctors know everything and they know <laughs> the best thing for us. And, you know, they're almost, uh, you know, God walking on, on the planet. And Well, yeah, absolutely. And I think our system even selects for that attitude in the doctor themselves. Mm -hmm. Because if you've ever visited with like a really high powered surgeon. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I used to be married to one. <laughs> they tend to just run that vibe. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used to live with one. Um, and yeah, you know, it, it, uh, at, at the personal level, it took me a year and a half to walk out. But yes, they do have a God conflict. Um, a lot of them, like you said, Especially yeah, it, we, we select for it in the process of, of screening and training and all of that kind of thing. And it, it has its pros and its cons, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because you are dealing with matters of life and death. And so you do want somebody sitting across from the desk from you who's confident in what they're for doing. Sure. Mm -hmm. But you also don't want them to be so confident in what they think they know that they don't hear what's happening on your side. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. yeah I, I've divorced a bunch of doctors. <laughs> no, okay. I, not that I literally married them, but yeah. you know. <laughs> yes, I know what you're saying. Absolutely. Absolutely. I haven't visited one for, I would say, probably 20 years. Yeah, it, it's my goal to not need, not to, need to go. Mm -hmm. my, my thought process around health has shifted a lot, which is mm -hmm. part of the reason I was super excited to meet with you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> because my whole goal is to stay well enough that I don't need conventional medicine. It has its place. Don't sure. get me wrong. I mean, For if sure. I've got a blood blood clot, or if I'm having a heart attack, yes, mm -hmm. by all means, I'm going into the emergency room. <laughs> yeah. Emergency <laughs> medicine. It's Yeah, really exactly. They're really sure. good at yeah. that mm -hmm. in the conventional medicine world. But as far as like diabetes, which is my family is lousy with diabetes. Mm -hmm. I'm, I don't take conventional medicines advice around that anymore yeah. because it's wrong. For sure. And it doesn't sure. make sense to me. <laughs> yeah. Any, anything that's chronic, they really don't have solutions for. And they have miserably failed us in terms of chronic ailments. Um, but like you said, anything urgent, anything emergency, acute mm -hmm. uh, situations, definitely there is value in it. It could oh, be life-saving. Accidents, absolutely. traumas, bleeding, hemorrhage, etc. But yeah, but you know, we live in a, in a society in the U.S. that if you look this up on Google and hopefully it won't be taken down, <laughs> like a lot of <laughs> other things have been taken down. Oh, um, Lordy. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> the third cause of death in the United States medical is due to medical, medical treatment, whether yeah. it was malpractice or intention, like it was the proper protocol, but ends up resulting in death yeah exactly so it well, doesn't have to be malpractice most of them aren't being sued for malpractice they yeah. just call you know the risks 
that's yeah, the, the diabetes came and got you. Well, yeah, you know, yeah, like <laughs> the, 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 the American Diabetes Association makes me crazy. Yeah. Because what do they do? They're like, oh, you're a diabetic. You need 60% carbs on your plate. Oh, no, you don't. Carbs are your problem. Exactly. <laughs> you need to go yeah. on a, yeah. on a, a carb vacation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, if, you, if you've ever visited people in hospitals or if you have been hospitalized yourself, I mean, look at the food that they put in front of the patients. Oh, it's terrible. At hospitals. And, it, you know. It, it, there's a total disconnect between the food and what's happening with the patient. When yeah. my bonus mom was in, she had kidney failure and they just started her on dialysis and magnesium was something she was not supposed to have a lot of in her diet. And what are they doing? They're sending her bananas at breakfast. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, um, I, as a part of my training, uh, at, at the time I went to chiropractic school, which is a long time ago, I graduated 26 years ago. At the time I went to school, they usually pick like the top 2% of each chiropractic school uh, would round in different departments of hospitals. Oh, nice. Otherwise you don't, as a chiropractor, you don't round in hospitals. Yeah. You just round in the university clinic that is designed for chiropractors, etc. But they also rounded, you know, uh, in surgery department, physical therapy department of this hospital. And uh, I was just amazed at, you know, the person had just had a heart attack and it's at the hospital, hospitalized because of that. And their breakfast was like um, sausage and eggs and like these biscuits and like um, horrible. And, yeah, exactly. Uh, no, no, no vegetables even, or nothing. anything to be seen. Yeah, no. no. And um, uh, yeah, so when you think about that, um, the whole system needs to be, you know, sort of taken down, if that's a good way to say it, or get dissolved. Or, and, or and retooled, rebuilt, rebuilt so they, retooled, they yeah. can talk to each other. I know when I was, I went through my dad no longer being able to live on his own last year, and we had put him in an assisted living for a while as we were getting things sorted out. And he's a diabetic, and he wasn't doing a good job controlling it at home. A single guy, and he's old, and he doesn't remember what what's a carb and what's not a carb. You yeah. know? Yeah. And his neighbors would do helpful things like bring, bring in great big pots of potato soup. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, the last thing that he needs as a diabetic is a great big pot of potato soup. Correct. And so his blood sugar was like in the 400s. And they're like, oh, we need to get the doctor to send more insulin. I'm like, whoa, time out. (laughs) Let's sit down and talk because you said you can do a custom menu. I'm about to request one. Mm. And oh, did they fight against me there? I said, I I want him to have no carbs, Mm -hmm. no carbs for the first week. Then after that, we can bring it up a little bit. But the first week, zero carbs. Mm-hmm. He's a diabetic. He has to have carbs. I'm like, no, he doesn't. Interesting. Yeah. What if his blood sugar goes low? Well, we can give him a little something, but then we turn his insulin down because mm-hmm. he obviously doesn't need that much. Mm-hmm. Oh, we can't do that. <laughs> oh, yes, you can. Yes, and I, I really wrote him and got it to the point where the kitchen and the nurses were talking to each other about what his blood mm-hmm. sugar was. 
That's it's wonderful. like well, you gave him egg rolls last night and it was a bad situation. Don't do that again, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Let's try something different. Um, but I'm astounded that that does not happen in the hospital. They've got all the information right there. Super mm-hmm. easy to do. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. No. Yeah. It's unfortunate. <laughs> you know, like I said, the system is not working. Uh, it's failing. And unfortunately, I mean, I think that eventually the paradigm will shift. Uh, but currently, we haven't reached the critical mass yet of enough mm-hmm. people being aware of it, not only and being ordinary- willing to go there and do it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, because it's a different way of thinking about it as a patient, too. Right. So both the patients and the medical professionals, like the awareness is not there yet at the critical mass level. And once we reach that level, then everything can shift in a matter of like a second, right? Because that's how, you know, transformation happens. But um, we're not there yet. And, and that is why I'm really passionate about educating people about health and well-being so they can become their own, the better, their own best advocate when it comes to deciding what is the best thing as far as treatment or therapeutics, lifestyle, you know, because it all boils down to alleviating the, the uh, eliminating the, the cause of the disease or the cause of the condition. And most of these chronic ailments are due to lifestyle, diet, mindset. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if you can educate the person what is the healthiest or a more holistic way of living, then just by doing that, you know, you're helping someone tremendously to a point that they can eradicate the cause of the issue on their own with your mentorship or teaching, you know, etc. And ultimately, everybody needs to become their own healers at the end of the day. And I feel like the job of a doctor is to educate and the Latin word, the doctor, if you look at the root of the word, it does mean a teacher. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So And, and so if you teach people, very basic principles uh, of lifestyle, diet, mindset, etc. Just give them the tools so they have the foundation. And then, of course, when it comes to needing your expertise, then of course you're there for that. You know, when yeah, situations absolutely. are more serious. I I find we kind of have our our roles reversed in our minds in the West, at least around this, mm-hmm. um, because. People go to the doctor, like the doctor is the healer. And the doctor is not the healer. The doctor is the advisor. (laughs) The healer sits inside of you, inside of your body, inside of your mind, in your biochemistry, in your DNA. Your system has the ability to self-correct if you get the right information. (laughs) Absolutely. And that's the beauty and that's the, the secret, if you want to call it that, to being a human, that you're self healing, self regulating, self maintaining divine machine. Absolutely. And, um, if you give the body what it needs, it has the best pharmacy inside. You know, we all have the best <laughs> pharmacies inside, like, right? If you give them the building blocks or what it needs to make those medicines and do the job, then it, it, you know, you can heal yourself and the body can heal itself. 
For all of you out there in listener land who are following along, I'd invite you to grab your pen and your paper and take some notes around the places in your life where you've been working with conventional medicine to deal with a chronic uh, problem like diabetes or arthritis or something like that. Uh, And just make a nice list of what those things are that perhaps might benefit from an alternative approach. And hang with us. We'll be right back from the break. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to TellZofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A dot com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's tellzofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thank you for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and we will pick up the conversation with Dr. Atusa right where we left off, discussing conventional versus alternative medical approaches. We, we have this tendency, I think, I say we, uh, because I see it not just in myself, but in friends who've been going through uh, medical journeys and this sort of thing as well. We have this tendency to think that we're broken. Mm-hmm. We're not broken. Mm-hmm. We're just unbalanced in some form or fashion. And as we bring that balance back, then we return to that vibrant health mm-hmm. that we had earlier. And if we don't work to bring that balance back, if we cover it up with pharmaceutical band-aids, mm-hmm. it just gets worse. And that's why they think that diabetes is progressive in the Western world. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> because they don't a- they don't ask the client the patient client mm-hmm. to to change the problem, which is excess carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, 
So they just cover it up and they continue to try and force more sugar out of the blood and into the cells and the mm -hmm. fat cells of the body. And it's, it's a bad situation. And For sure. Now I will step down off of my soapbox because they're not here to hear me. They're here to hear you. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's a conversation. I love it. <laughs> so tell me about your journey. I know that you, you didn't start as this amazing, woke, multifaceted practitioner. Where, where did you begin? Um, honestly, um, I feel like ever since... I was even younger, like I was really curious about life. I was even curious about magic. And, um, you know, I always thought that I'm, I, I was a witch, you know, like as a, as a kid, you know, like a good witch, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And, I, um, I've got my magic wand. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, let's cure everything. And, um, and. I, I feel like there was always something intuitive. I'll share a story with you. Um, because when you say, when you did you realize that you were in the body, just the body, etc. Um, for me, it has always been a very intuitive knowing. Um, it's like, for example, when I left my home country, Iran, and of course, I've been living in the U.S. for 35 years now, um, I was 19 and um, I, when I left. So when we left, coming from a household where you just eat homemade foods, everything is natural, everything is it's like... It's all fresh. It just came fresh. from the market this morning, yeah. <laughs> exactly, right? We, me and my brother, we left and we went to Belgium waiting for our student visas from the U.S., and we were all on fast food. We were on sweets, burgers, uh, French fries. And I started putting on some weight. When I oh, came yeah. here, yeah. When I came <laughs> here, I continued the same thing for the first year that I was here. I put on some weight and uh, some more weight. So I was about 20 pounds overweight and I'm petite. So for a petite person, 20 pounds shows. Now, especially if you're doing uh, TV stuff and acting um, oh yeah even more so <laughs> okay so then everybody was telling me you need to lose weight and one of the producers told me well there is this over-the-counter capsule that helps you lose weight and this is in the 80s right mm -hmm. and so I go and to back then Savons and I pick up this over-the-counter you know weight loss, whatever, magical yeah, it, pill. The thing that has since been banned. <laughs> exactly. Ephedra. Yes. So Ephedrine in it. And, and 10 years later, 15 years later, it got banned. But at the time I bought it, I went home. I had the glass of water here. It was the first time I was going to take one. And I took this from its box, the capsule. And I literally held it in my hand. And I stopped. I had no idea what was in there. Back then, I was a you know, young person. I wasn't even in college. Well, I was in college, but like I hadn't studied anything about medicine. Yeah, you're or just side trusting effects. what this person told you. Right. Yeah. But, but something inside of me, there was this pause and silence. Mm -hmm. Just pause, no thoughts, nothing. Just the pause and silence. And I just decided I'm not going to take this. 
I had no clues about side effects. I had no idea why I wasn't going to take it. I just couldn't take it. So it was a very intuitive thing for me. And I, even then, I didn't know what intuition is. Like, I wasn't, you know, I think, uh, you know, I sort of awakened to intellectual knowingness about things later in life. Mm-hmm. But intuitive knowledge, it, I, I think I was born with it, honestly, because maybe yeah. of a past life experience. We're all, we're all born with it. But we're quickly taught to ignore the heck out of it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I didn't take it. And also, like, as a teenager, I got introduced to Rumi's poetry because mm. he's Persian and we have the poetry in, in the original language. And my dad had the books and I read, read them. And it sh- something shifted in me by reading Rumi's poetry. I started writing my own poems. So there was something very sort of intuitive about uh, we're not just the body. We are uh, something beyond that as well. Um, I read a couple of books. One of them, gosh, I read it in Farsi when I was a teenager. And it was The Chariots of Gods. Mm. I don't know if you heard about that. I've, I've seen like passages out of it. Yeah, the chariots of course. And so, you know, the spiritual realm was always something that, you know, sort of attracted me and made me curious. So when I came here, obviously my entire life became about surviving and going to school. Yeah. Surviving and going to school. And um, so then I put the spiritual life in the background, you know, or on the, you know, yeah, on on the back burner. On that's, the back burner. There that's what that's does what tend to happen when you're in college. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so, uh, so then after I graduated from chiropractic school, I actually immediately found a Sufi tradition here in Los Angeles, and I started because Rumi was a Sufi. Yeah, and that was like the you know for me the closest sort of connection that I had with spirituality. Yeah. And so I started, you know, studying under a Sufi master. I practiced Sufism for five years. And those, the experiences of doing the Sufi meditations and the chants, that's where I actually experienced myself as Mm -hmm. something beyond the body. And I was um, in my, well, like really 30, early 30s. Like for five years, I was like from the age of 30, I would say to 35, I was practicing uh, Sufism. And, and then later on, I discovered yoga. And so, you know, I always like followed the path that, that life took me and I would welcome new explorations and things. And when I discovered yoga, um, then that was just an amazing sort of experience of bringing me to uh, basically the path of yoga, uh, which is, you know, uh, breath work, meditation, and um, which was different from Sufi practices that I was doing. Similar, but different in some ways. Absolutely. It's, I find that most religious traditions at their highest and best 
will bring you to that experience of oneness with the universe, connection to the divine. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, it's hard to find the highest and best forms of religious practice. For sure. For sure, yeah. especially if you're looking into organized religion. Yes. Uh, then the message is distorted. You know, it, 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 it puts you in a position of uh, like sort of um, begging a, a God, you know, An outside, outside, force. yes, for yes. things. And, you know, and in most religions, it, it kind of boils down to that, even though I think at the fundamentals, if even religious people that are really in a very simple way, like simple people that are practicing their, their religion, that is the organized one. But when they really are just using the tools, they do become a, a sort of very grounded in a very like pure, uh, meek kind of individuals that, you know, there is all these traits and values that we cherish as humans, right? Yeah, they're humble and grounded humble. and I wouldn't call it meek, but gentle. Gentle. Yeah. Yeah. But don't, don't be confused because they're really strong individuals as well. <laughs> the reason I say that because my grandparents were meek and they practiced Islam, you know, but they weren't mosque going necessarily, but they did the prayers. Yes. You know, five times a day and they sat and I sat, I saw them that they're sitting and they're just meditative. Right. Mm-hmm. And, but they weren't like this headstrong, but it could also be a cultural thing. You yeah, know, it's, it's not, when I say strong, it's not like headstrong. It's like um, you can withstand the ups and downs and everything that life throws at you. For sure. Without shattering to pieces because exactly. you've got this internal strength. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, but then my ultimate experiences of like really, you could call it awakening or whatever you want to call it, was during my practice of um, yogic meditation and yogic practices and Kriya meditation and things of that nature, um, where I would be like for weeks or months just in a you know, space that is dedicated to practice and there exactly. is no distraction. It's much easier to get to that state when yes. you're withdrawn from modern society <laughs> exactly yeah yeah and yeah. so um yeah so that's basically it's you know my kind of journey if you want to call it spiritual journey you know and from how did your spiritual journey inform your professional journey it's interesting um because when i was in chiropractic school we of course took chiropractic philosophy and in chiropractic philosophy, we are taught and told about, well, there is a universal intelligence that knows all and is all and is, you know, omnipresent, omniscient, yeah. etc. Source, whatever you want to name it. Yeah. yeah, they called it universal intelligence <laughs> in go. chiropractic school. And uh, then they said, and then there is an innate intelligence that is linked to the universal intelligence. And that innate intelligence knows how to heal you. And so you 
you can heal yourself, that the body can heal itself. And so with the chiropractic philosophy, it was already a part of it was a spiritual, you know, and it was about you give the body what it needs and it can heal itself because there is this universal intelligence intelligence that is a creative force, but that creative force is within you. It's like the macrocosm and the microcosm, but the microcosm beholds the macro. And so, you know, we had some good teachers uh, that taught us chiropractic philosophy. And, you know, that by itself was the profession itself. It's kind of like if you meet chiropractors, a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of us are very spiritual. Mm-hmm. And uh, and because of just the very choice that we made to study chiropractic, we it doesn't end there. Like we uh, are on a journey, like almost like to know more about different healing modalities that are more subtle, you know. And um, and you can't help it, but but see the the you know the creative the life energy the the you know the higher consciousness at work when you are seeking those alternative modalities etc and um, so I feel like that was the my initiation into my healing um, work or my healthcare niche which is a chiropractic as a chiropractor is a sort of a body mind um, connection to connection. start with. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And it's a, it's a body-mind connection tool, basically. Yeah. Now, I know you've got chiropractic, but you also went into functional medicine and Ayurveda. Mm-hmm. And so tell us, what, what are, how do we define the differences between conventional medicine, chiropractic medicine, Ayurvedic, and uh, my brain just went to pieces there. Functional medicine. <laughs> functional medicine. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> it, it's a lot of terms. I know. I know. Um, yeah. So the, the main difference, so there are differences, but the main fundamental difference is that in conventional or allopathic medicine, they treat a disease or they treat a condition and they attempt to mask the symptoms. So as long as, you know, we get rid of the symptoms, then, okay, we're good. Yeah. Whereas in other modalities in alternative realm and holistic medicine, like chiropractic, nutrition, functional medicine, Ayurveda, we look at alleviating the cause or eliminating Mm. the cause of the disease. Right. Not so much worried about just the symptoms. We know that the symptoms are signaling things that are not functioning correctly in the body. And therefore, we attempt to find out what is the cause and eliminate the cause. So therefore, the body can heal itself. And therefore, the symptoms go away. And then therefore. The analogy that comes to my mind around this is in the case of like these long-term conditions, what happens in allopathic medicine is you hear this alarm go off. Those are the symptoms and it's, it's really obnoxious and we want it to stop. Mm-hmm. And so they, you know, stuff pillows into the alarm and they 
try and unplug it, but mm-hmm. they don't actually solve the reason the alarm was going off. Perfectly said. Absolutely. We're going to take this to break. If you've got your pen and paper handy, I would encourage you, if you have any symptoms whose alarms have been muffled with pillows instead of the problem actually being fixed, take this time to make some notes about what that is uh, and give some thought to perhaps talking to somebody about ways to actually get rid of the actual root problem. And hang with us. We'll be right back from the break. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Leave a quick voice message at 520-261-6827 and let me know, how has the show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That number, 520-261-6827. Thank you so much for your feedback. It's crucial in informing where I take the show next. Thank you and go out and live soul first. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to The Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We get Guarantee, it will be the best hour of your week. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thank you for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and we're going to pick up my conversation with Dr. Atuza, and she will share some of the ways that the problems actually get solved in these less conventional forms of medicine. Enjoy. What happens is, you know, uh, in the process of um, basically stopping the alarm, uh, now you're basically bringing dysfunction in other areas of the physiology, and they call it side effects. Yes. They're really not side effects. <laughs> they're actually the effect. They're, they're direct effects, yes. <laughs> they're direct effects, exactly, exactly. And so, 
Yeah, so the main principal difference um, is the fact that in other modalities like Ayurveda, functional medicine, and chiropractic, um, homeopathy, etc., we try to alleviate or get rid of the cause. In Ayurveda, they call the cause nidana. So they always say, like when they list in Ayurveda the treatment protocol, the first thing is eliminate the nidana, eliminate the cause. And so, um, yeah, and then also another difference is um, when we look at wellness, health versus disease, it is not like a sort of a linear thing or it could be linear but it's, it's not it's not binary I it's think. not binary yeah. perfect mm-hmm. it's yeah. not binary and so you you we get a lot of people and you know like you you know this if i you know if you pay attention to what i'm saying if you look at a lot of people who do not feel well they're not well they're not feeling well they don't have enough energy they feel like um, they're not sleeping well, that they have lost their kind of vitality, mm-hmm. vigor. They walk around exhausted, exhausted all the time. Something yeah. doesn't feel right. What is this? You know, and it could be like manifesting in different ways. But they go to their doctors, doc, I don't feel well. You know, I don't know why, but I'm like this. I'm exhausted. I feel yucky. I don't feel like my old self, da 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 and then the doctors run all kinds of tests on you and it comes back and everything is normal. Oh, nothing wrong is wrong with within, you. Within normal <laughs> range. Right. Yes. <laughs> right. Nothing is wrong with you. You're okay. Just, you know, go like eat this or I mean, if they're lucky, they'll say like eat something, some vegetables. Yeah, and fruits lo- and lo- exercise and lose Exercise or yeah. whatever, you know. But <laughs> the same person, two years, five years down the line, continuously on the same path, now they get to a point that now they present with textbook symptoms of a disease, and now they go, and lo and behold, something is off, you know, Mm -hmm. in their blood work. Now they're diagnosed with diabetes. Now they're diagnosed with hypothyroidism. Now they're diagnosed with, God forbid, cancer, etc., right? Right. Whereas it wasn't, it wasn't like a jump. Like this person was okay, 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 okay. And then suddenly, and then suddenly this, yeah. right? <laughs> so th- we have to look at wellness and disease in a spectrum. It's like a spectrum, right? When you feel just normal, like, okay, I'm okay, you know, but it's not like you're exuberant. Your energy is like up to the top. You are functional, you're happy, you're joyous, you are achieving things that you want to. And that is the optimal state of health and wellness, which also embodies your mind and your spirit. It's not only a physical health, mm-hmm. but you're purposeful in life. You, you have a meaning for living. You have energy, you have passion, you have zest, you have joy. You have happiness, you have healthy relationships, you have healthy work relationships, you found your passion for what you're doing in life, etc. Right? Yeah, exactly. And that's well, and you know, talking about this the spectrum thing and it not being binary. Um I reminds me of this time that I had to fire a doctor. <laughs> and this will <laughs> yeah. kind of lead me into my next question. 
Um, I'd gone to this guy for, I don't know, half a dozen times. My boss had recommended him. Mm-hmm. And I have allergies to like everything on earth. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I had just started with an allergist and was working with some of that. But I ended up back with this uh, GP because I sinus headaches all the freaking time. Sinus headaches, they just don't mm-hmm. go away. You know, and I went in, I was talking to him about it. And he's like, I don't know why you keep coming back to me complaining about sinus headaches. You know, you have allergies. So do your allergy stuff. Oh, my gosh. It's like, I've been doing my allergy stuff. This is why. And so I I fired him and went, found a different doctor to talk to. Um, But that brings me to this question there is a connection between the body and the mind and we can physically make ourselves ill, but I, I've had this experience and I suspect other people have also that you go into the doctor and they go, Oh, well, it's psychosomatic, Mm -hmm. which is like the vibe I was getting off of him. Mm It's like, you, you just want attention. Um, What, what is psychosomatic really? Because I don't Mm. buy this. Well, it's in your head. And if you Mm. would stop torturing yourself. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, So I think that the term psychosomatic has been misinterpreted and misrepresented because psychosomatic doesn't mean something is in your head and you're making it up. Right. It's not like that. It actually means that there could be something at the subtler level of who you are, that is manifesting the disease in the body. So not that the problem or the condition or the disease doesn't exist in the body, its foot is in the mind. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, exactly. Well, and back to the alarm. Yes. You you have an alarm going off, there's a problem here. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, for example, let me give you an example of a psychosomatic thing that most people can probably relate to or understand. Um, a, lot of, a lot of women who have been molested sexually or raped, etc., they put on weight. As a protective mechanism. They put on weight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so they become overweight. Yeah. And when you dig deep, why are, you know, you find out that something happened physically to them. Now they're protecting this body by layers and layers and layers of tissue. Mm-hmm. Fat. So basically, yeah. it doesn't mean that they're not overweight. It doesn't mean that the body doesn't have a problem. Yes, the body has a problem. It needs to lose weight. You know, because I'm not saying you need to be thin, but if you're obese or overweight, well, obviously yeah. it's a health risk for other conditions. So that is the thing that, okay, this is the manifestation in the physical body, but it was caused because of an emotional mental trauma. Yeah, exactly. And I, I find that in my clients as well, because I work with the spiritual side of things, which frequently brings us into mm-hmm. childhood traumas and all of that kind of stuff as part of the healing path. Mm-hmm. And although I don't what do I want to say? I don't put out there, well, come to me, we'll fix your weight loss problem. (laughs) Yes. But as a result of going through these emotional childhood scars Mm -hmm. and being able to sort them out and find meaning in them and 
de-energize the the triggers around them, mm-hmm. they suddenly are able to lose weight. They're not hungry all the time. They don't feel this compulsion to eat anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, because you're really going to the root and the cause of the problem. Absolutely. And, and that by itself can heal so many different systems, you know, and the weight is one of them. Absolutely. So tell me something. We're getting down to the end of our time here. I've been really bad about breaking us up. I'll do it in post-production. No problem. <laughs> um, what is it you're excited about right now? And, well, actually, let me hold that for a moment. Okay. okay. If somebody out there has been working with the conventional medicine, allopathic medicine, and is not getting a satisfying result. How do you recommend they go about finding the right alternative practitioner for them? Mm-hmm. You know, like what I would do if, you know, I put myself in their shoes, I would make sure that I go to someone who's very well-rounded and experienced, um, that they have some years of experience, they're not fresh out of a school or whatever school it is, and that uh, they have case studies that they can show you that they have helped people with similar conditions. Yeah. Uh, you know, and so you really look at that because you also want to make sure that the person in the alternative medicine can really help you. And because there is so many out there, you know, and a lot of us are, a lot of people are good at one thing. You yes, know, or and sometimes you need someone who's good at many things. Exactly. I know for myself, uh, I've found some of the best alternative uh, medicine people by talking to other people in my community. Yeah. It's like I've, I've got this going on and I'm looking for a chiropractor. I'm looking for a functional medicine doctor. Do you know anyone? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, Exactly. And that's one of the best ways. And that, you know, a lot of people do that, like get word of mouth and referrals, you know, patient who saw results, refer someone else to you and family exactly. members. Exactly. So that's yeah, also a good I, thing. Just put the word out there. Ask I friends. found my first functional medicine guy. Actually, I had, I'd Googled. Okay. Because I had a certain healthcare insurance that I wanted to help pick up the bill on this. And I had Googled functional medicine, and then I was like calling all their offices to find out who took the, took the insurance. And I found one that took the insurance, and I said, okay, I, I want to make a new po- patient appointment. And I knew I was in the right place because the receptionist said, are you sure? Because we work really differently. I'm like, that's exactly what I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Exactly. I have arrived in the right place. Yes. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. So tell me, what are you excited about right now? What are you bringing out into the world that you're looking forward to sharing with us? Yeah, absolutely. So um, a a couple of books, my own book is called Holy You. And that's going to hopefully, you know, I'm such a perfectionist and I've been tweaking with it for a while, but I have a publisher and it's supposed to be published late April or May, early May. Nice. Yeah. It's it, this is 2021, right? 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, okay. It's been a working process, process uh, progress, two years. 
And, and, and holy you, what spelling of holy did you decide to use? <laughs> well, I, I decided to use W-H-O-L-L-Y. <laughs> That's holy you. But I feel like it serves both worlds. Like it also, it means holistic in a sense of the whole of you, mm-hmm. all of you, everything that encompasses a human, um, you know, body, body, mind, spirit. And, and then also holy, which means um, pure, which means sa- uh, sacred. sacred. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. And so I kind of wanted both meaning to be there and sort of. Beautiful. So yeah, so I I'm love really that. looking forward to that. I, I yes. already, there is an anthology book on Amazon right now that I wrote a chapter for, and mm-hmm. that one is called Entrepreneur's Cure. Oh, nice. Uh, my chapter is <laughs> chapter 17. It's already on Amazon. And um, yeah, well, and if you're an entrepreneur, the way we have been entrepreneurs in my house, we have this tendency to go at it like it's a sprint. Yes. <laughs> and it's a marathon. Exactly. Exactly. And that's so important. Absolutely. So I know you brought a gift with you for the listeners today. What, tell us about your gift and then I'll tell them where they can go find it. Okay. So uh, the ebook. Uh, I believe it's the ebook, and um, yeah. So there is a link that they can go uh, to and to get, what, and you'll provide what, that. What What is the ebook about? Oh, so the ebook actually it's um, very simple steps, actionable steps that one can take to create small, small changes in their lifestyle. Diet. Leverage changes, I'm imagining. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. And so, you know, some basic principles of a healthy lifestyle and diet. But I also kind of threw in there some guidelines for uh, addressing cold or flu symptoms, whether whether it's COVID or not. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Because the, the, the same disciplines that uh, enhance your immune system uh, in any flu season applies to the same principles during a COVID you yeah, know, virus absolutely. pandemic, etc. I love that. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that gift. If you're listening to us out there and you are, if you're hearing this, <laughs> you can go to sovereignself.media and Dr. Atuza's links will be up at the top of the page and you can click on what, uh, what need you wish filled at this time, whether it's to contact her or to download her ebook, which I'm sure has her contact information in it also. Mm -hmm. So make sure you get out there to get that. Thank you so much for joining me today, Dr. Tuza. If you had 20 seconds for a final word of wisdom, what would that be? I would say uh, always trust your intuition and always question. Ask the right questions. And be curious. Cultivate and, curiosity. Yes. Dig until you get an actual answer. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> thank you for joining me today, My Dr. Pleasure. And My pleasure. thank you to all of you out there in listener land who's joined us today. And until next week, go out and live soul first.
Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week, right here 